Jeremy Piven would have been here, but he's out preparing for Summerfest. And if you lose, we will ban you from the Summerfest. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 289. Check us out, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, at MarkingOut on Twitter, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Miss Elizabeth himself, Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRafe underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? Really? That's how you're doing? Yeah, no, I'm doing awesome, <laughs> doing great, doing good, doing fine. Uh, doing dandy. Yeah. Doing dandy. How about yourself? I am doing awesome as always. How was thy week? It was good. I went to, um, I, I was disappointed. Oh, no. On last Saturday, I went to an Indian reservation. Uh-huh. My friend wanted to buy cigarettes, and I guess they're, they sell them dirt cheap there. Yeah. I thought I was going to like be walking into something like Native American culture and everything. Yeah. It was like the side of the road in between like people's houses, just like a, a shop, a group really? of shops. Yeah, I was so disappointed. There was not like... like Listen, inside. Like, did they have a totem pole or anything? No. There was like, nothing. There was, there was people, nothing. Like, dressed up in their like their the feather bands and no. headdresses and stuff. Nope. Nope. That's weird. Nope. I feel like I've been just... to like I've been to one before and like they actually show like it's educational, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're like, going to an educational thing, we went to. My friend wanted to go pick up cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, but I was it, so I was so disappointed. We do not condone smoking on this uh, program. So if you do smoke, you should try to stop, please. <laughs> we, we, we like our uh, listeners to be living a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, I like uh, I like my lungs also, so don't smoke around me. Yeah, but uh, um, what? Yeah, did you just repeat what I said? Oh, you didn't bo- bo- also say but um? Nope. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was I was disappointed with that, and uh, there was just like you if you went into like the cigarette shop, there was like. Native American artifacts, but like, yeah, not. I was expecting like to see Native Americans and stuff. <laughs> like, well, I'm sure culture. you saw Native Americans. No, no, I didn't. Nope, nope, definitely Who's not. Who's working the shop? Regular people. But they probably were Native American roots. They were definitely not Native American roots. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. The guy had an accent. So, <laughs> so he's not like we're getting. You can be Native American and have an accent. Yeah, like, like an accent, like, 
like a Native American accent. This guy was like from Jamaica. Did you or actually just tried to do a Native American accent? Yes, I did, David. <laughs> this guy, this guy, okay. he had like a Jamaican accent or something. And I don't think I don't think I, don't I think, know any Native Americans that are Jamaican as well. That's so what I'm saying. You may have been swerved on that one. Yeah. So, but okay. But then the next day, I went to uh, the Yankees game. I got free tickets to that. Nice. So Who did they play? Uh, they played the Tampa Bay Rays, which when okay. I was a kid, they were the Devil Rays. And my, now, this was a special day as well, correct? Yeah, it was uh, the Mariano Rivera plaque ceremony dedication. That's in, cool. In Monument Park or whatever. But uh, I got to give the Yankee fans credit for showing up to that. Really? Why? Because nobody showed up. It was like they, they played on the scoreboard like, oh, guess how many people are here? And it says like 41,000. I was like, there is no way there's 41,000 <laughs> people here. It Brand, was like, Brandon's the only person in the crowd. Like everyone's cheering. Brandon's like, no, wrong, wrong. Yeah, there's no wrong, way. Wrong, wrong, it, that's wrong. like, I, I'll believe 41,000 tickets sold, but I do not believe there was. There was no way. There was probably, if I had to put a number to it, I'd say like twenty five thousand. And and people people kept leaving too as the game progressed because the Yankees lost by so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was cool. I always enjoy going to games. I was. I like uh, their stadium. It's yeah, it's nice. Do you like it more than City? Um, City. I feel like I could get around more. Like better uh-huh. than I feel like I can get around better than at Yankee Stadium, just because it's like Yankee Stadium is like just like a, a tight corridor, and mm. it's just like a slab of concrete. I don't know. I I kind of I could agree with you with getting around and stuff, but I think I like Yankee Stadium a little bit more than City Field. I, I mean, I've been I've been to way more Met games than I've been to Yankee games, so yeah. I can't. I don't know. I mean, like I have special places in my heart for City Field. City Field will never have a special place in my heart. Shea Stadium will. Well, I mean, Shea does as well, but uh, City Field. I mean, like I've had so many, like I, I, cause I've spent I from 2009 to 2012, maybe. I've had I've had the luxury of of seats there, so. Yeah. Of like here and there going to games, so that's why I'd always have like I met Daryl Strawberry there. I met John Franco there. I saw uh, I saw Billy Joel's last play at Shea movie documentary play on the screen at like I went to like a movie at City Field. I saw uh, Paul McCartney at City Field. I don't know, I'm just I cannot I, I definitely think that the other one is uh, Shea Stadium is more uh, closely held to me. I mean, I City. think I think probably more so for Shea as well because that was my childhood. My yeah, very exactly. first, my very first. I think I think my very first boarding event ever was the Mets versus the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Mm-hmm. I still have I have my ticket. I still have the pin they gave out that day. So. And plus, I went there after it closed, and I got to see the real last game at Shea with a bunch of Hasidic Jews just playing baseball at Shea Stadium. I don't know how there they. You go. I don't know how they got in there, but 
But they did. Yeah, so that was cool. But it's just funny because, like, Mariano Rivera, everyone, he, like, he's made out to be the greatest closer in baseball, which I, there's no he's, doubt. Yeah. Um, but the fans if, just... If, if, if there's an argument that someone else is out there, then he's definitely still up there. Yeah, but the fans just, like... I mean, Jeter got a louder pop than Mo did, which mm-hmm. that was just weird to me. Nah. So, but the well, Yankees, the Yankees, I'm sure will continue to find ways to milk Mariano Rivera for, oh, all, yeah. for I mean, all he's they, worth. They still have to have bobblehead and jerseys and T-shirts. Yeah, like, I mean, but that's with every every. Well, I mean, team, two years from now, I'm sure he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. Oh, without a doubt. So First, then you got then you got Mariano Rivera Hall of Fame night. Yeah. And then four years after that, he'll come out with a wine or something, and you'll have like Mariano Rivera wine night. Something. Oh yeah, there's so many different things you can do with all these players. I mean, and rightfully so too. I mean, they put on such amazing careers, but you also want to pay your respect. But on the other hand, there is a business aspect to it. Where you also do see dollar signs, so I'm sure that they would love to pay their respects, but they also love to have a little bit of an income of profit. I was also so, I was so disappointed. Like they were doing the ceremony and everything, and I was like, oh, they're bringing out this guy, this guy, this guy. I was like, I hope they bring out Alex Rodriguez just so I could boo him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the opportunity to boo him. Yeah. And I was also I should have made a sign. It was the night before that I found out I was going to the game, but I sh- wish I made a sign that said, like, hey, Mo, where's Mabel or something? Nice. <laughs> Whatever. I, yeah. But I, I don't like people probably wouldn't get it, but I no, was I, not. I was the first person they showed on the, the big screen. So mm-hmm. I, I held up the uh, NWA, NWO Wolfpack hand gesture. So Bullet Club, nice, too sweet, dude. Too sweet, Young bucks. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I found my camera and I pointed to it. So <laughs> nice. And I was nice. wearing a Mets visor and I didn't get booed, which was disappointing as well. And you did get booed? I didn't get booed. I didn't well, like. I'm happy I about that. I didn't wear the visor to to get booed or anything. I just wore the visor. Like I, that's the thing. Like if the Mets aren't playing, I'm not gonna like wear a Mets like thing or be like that guy. Or like boo the Yankees over mm-hmm. that something like that. But yeah. Like I, I, it was ninety something degrees, and I had to get some sort of cover for my face. And I don't have any like other mm-hmm. visors, so I had to wear yeah. my mask. So, but it was good it was fun. Deal. It was, it was like a hundred degrees. Why don't you ask me about my week? How was your week? It was. It was good. Nothing too special, though. Nothing too special. I always feel like I do do stuff, but then when it comes to the show, I'm like, yeah, no, nothing happened. What do you What do you feel like? <laughs> wow, really? How yeah. old are we? I mean, I'm How not 30. Old? You are, so. Am I? Yeah, Am I? you're 31, nice. bro. I'm lose- oh, it's going to be like, oh, nice. nice. I'm, I'm losing age. age. I'm Benjamin Buttoning myself. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Ah, all right, let's get on with the program. Let's talk about some outside the ring news. Yes, yeah, some major turn of events that took place yesterday. We are recording on Thursday, so we can release it Thursday, 
make sure you guys have this for SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, this way if you're traveling to NXT, SummerSlam, ROH, whatever you're traveling to, House of Glory, this way you can listen to our podcast on the airplane, on the road, during the event. <laughs> on the during airplane? Inter- during, during intermission, if you really want. Have, um, you, have you ever listened to Marking Out on an airplane? Me? Yeah. Have I ever listened to Marking Out in the last two years? No. <laughs> Not true. No. Not true. We listened to that CD once. Oh, uh, that's that is true. Um, no, I've never listened to the podcast on the airplane. Have you? I have. Yes. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> going well, actually, yeah. I was gonna say going down to WrestleMania 28. Are you serious? You were listening to it? Yeah. Brother. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't and, know. I. I I can't listen to my own voice. I can listen to Brandon's podcast, but that's it. And I also listen to it. So then you have listened to it in the past two years. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> and I ha- I also listened to it, I think, going down to Mexico this year, too. I don't know why. It was like... You just, just want to listen to my voice. It's all right. I, 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 I listened to it going down to Mexico just like based off of principle alone that I had Wi-Fi and I could. It's no. It's more of a connection, kind of like you can't let go of your blanket. You can't let go of me. So when you go down in Mexico or you go to Florida or some trip, you have to listen. So this way you hear my voice. It's comforting for you. Hey, what does that it's mean? Com- I can't let go of my blanket. <laughs> kind of like uh, what's his face um, from Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Peanuts. Yeah. yeah. Linus, right? Linus. Yeah, Linus. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, but on to the news. Alberto Del Rio, he was suspended for 30 days due to violating the wellness policy, uh, effective as of today, Thursday. Which I don't, I don't understand why they, like, effective today as a, instead of yesterday. Well, I think so this way it's a full day. I don't know. It's odd. I mean, why did they wait to suspend Roman Reigns until after the pay-per-view? Well, that, because they were using him for the pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. They could have suspended him the same day, but they held off. So I think it's the same thing. Yeah, but it was like they were using Reigns for the pay-per-view in Raw. Uh, so, like, I, like, they weren't using Del Rio on a random Wednesday. I think they were just like, you know what, we'll just pick and choose Thursday. I mean, depends on what day... The return is too. Is it right before a pay per view? Is it right before a Raw? Or I'm sh- I wouldn't be surprised if it's right before something as opposed to right after. Yeah. Uh, and then including in that little uh, suspension is his girlfriend allegedly, Paige, uh, suspended for thirty days as well for violating wellness policy. The two of them uh, have been linked together. And then I don't know if we spoke about it, but there was that incident in Las Vegas, uh, which you months but ago. But that's still like I don't know, like they were cleared from that, so I don't know. Yeah, but like uh, there's some altercation with Paige and another woman, or but Paige has been like, uh, I don't know something. I, I feel like she's been in the doghouse ever since she dropped that dropped that f bomb on uh, the um, the live Facebook feed. That they were doing a back in like maybe January or something or even earlier. I feel like she's been in the doghouse. They claim that it's injuries to her shoulder and neck, but 
Um, and then Del Rio, you said that back in July. I, yeah, uh, there were rumors back in July that Del Rio was unhappy with his position in WWE again, but I believe, and I think his contract expires before the 30 days are, is even up. But I'm not. I, I think his contract expires in October. I was gonna say I'm not positive because I don't have his contract. And I'm oh, not I, in I, WWE. I, I do. I, I just pulled it up um, from my file. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. No, I don't know. But I think it's expired. From what I read, expired in October. Expires in October. It's like but what? What, be, what do you think? Like, I'm assuming it's not steroids here. You know what? I'm not gonna rule it out, but I'm not gonna rule it in. You know, For both of them to get nabbed on the same day, yeah, that's I'm not gonna, suspicious. Why, Paige would be doing it steroids? Could be, it could be. Why not? I don't. It could be steroids. Why would a 22 year old chick do steroids? Money. Money. She would do steroids for money. It's like now coming to the stage, Paige. Watch her do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it could be that. It could be anything. I mean, I'm not going to speculate. Whatever. But something that we can speculate is Brock Lesnar is not going to be suspended anytime soon. Yeah, which uh, I, it's still like, I just, I really, I hate that. Just all part-timer, but it, it's like. So that means that he probably has never taken a WWE uh, wellness policy test. Since being back. Yeah, since being back. And that also. And actually, I was, to, what wait, are, even what before that. Brock Lesnar wasn't even here. They they implemented this wellness policy, I believe, in 2006. Uh, so from 2002 to 2004 when Brock left originally, I don't think – were they testing for steroids back then? I don't know. But then he did fight in UFC uh, after that, and they do test as well. So maybe he, he was – He didn't fight right away in UFC. I, I right right away he went to the, he went to the NFL – and or did he go? No, did he go to New Japan first? I I'm not too sure of the the timeline. And then he went but, to, to the NFL. But even still, I'm I'm sure he had to. I mean, especially NFL. I'm sure he had to take a few uh, drug tests as well. It's the practice but squad. They let everybody on in the NFL. Yeah, but even still, but if there, it, but if what he tests, I'm curious as to what he tested positive for on that UFC test. Not once, that, but twice. Twice. I'm, I'm curious as to what it is, because if it is on the wellness policy list of banned substances, I think that there should be a, a, a suspension involved. But then if you're claiming that he can't be suspended because of being part-time, well, what's stopping any other part-time wrestler from using anything that's on there? Now am I supposed to not rule in that maybe The Rock was on steroids? Or something that's on that wellness policy? Am I not supposed to suspect Batista? Am I not suspo- supposed to uh, suspect any other part-time wrestler that you have uh, coming right. in? And it's like, what what's, about Goldberg? And, You're, you may feature him at some point. Well, what what what's what is part-time even like? Like, as far as, far as Paige. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as wrestling goes, like Triple H, is he part-time? You know, you know, that brings up a great point. That brings up a very great point. What do you consider? Is this, it's just, just a loophole. So this way you can get these wrestlers to be taking all of these substances and you don't have to report it. You don't have to let us inform the community, the corporation. It's not on any of those levels where you can keep it quiet. You don't have to say anything. 
That's what I don't understand. Like, like part-time like wrestlers, do the wrestlers themselves get tested, or like, does Stephanie get tested? I would. Well, she was on that part-time wrestling contract recently for WrestleMania and everything. So then she doesn't so, get tested. No, she uh, she doesn't get tested. So, but then she it's would, like, does somebody like Jerry Waller or like commentators get tested? Not that they would need to have steroids or anything, but. Well, that's the thing. I mean, but we're not just specifically talking about steroids in this, too. Right. We're talking, talking about, about anything. Like cocaine, heroin, and stuff also. I, I don't know what's Do they test that. for that? I don't know. I don't I, I don't would assume they test for I, all drugs. I have no idea what they test for and what they don't. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that they don't test for cocaine and stuff like that. I think it's more just random, like, Adderall, like, prescription medication. But, and maybe marijuana. Um, but even still, it's wrong that you're allowed to, what kind of an, an example are you setting for other pro wrestlers in the business that they have to compete with these part-time wrestlers who are using something? And these to, part-time uh, wrestlers uh, like Brock Lesnar's making millions. What is it saying to the younger audience too? The fans, the viewers, what is it saying to the children that watch these wrestlers that look up to them? It's is like, it saying that, hey, like, little kid, you may be trying to make this middle middle school or high school football team. It's okay. Brock Lesnar uses this, so you can use that too. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Daddy, I want to look like Brock Lesnar. And he goes, okay, son, come over here. Come here, Johnny. We'll give you this needle. <laughs> but Daddy, legend, I don't like needles. Allegedly, that if it was a needle that he used, we are not speculating what specifically it was. What else can you get steroids? How do you, how, how else do you I mean, get? but we, but we, what, what, we don't know if it's steroids. Right, no, but if it was steroids, how else do you get steroids I mean, into your system? Needle. But when we don't know if it's steroids. It could be anything on the list. But even still, it's wrong and it's a bad example. And I'm surprised that not more people are speculating all these other part-time wrestlers that have been in the WWE recently. Why aren't their names being tossed around too? And I just want to put in there that it's a shame that Del Rio and Paige are both suspended for the wellness policy. I wish they weren't involved in this. I wish all the wrestlers that are involved in this aren't involved in this. Right, I mean, exactly. it's unfortunate. I mean, and in some of these cases, they are, there are, like Adam Rose, like where you he was suspended, but it was for medically uh, a medical cause. Uh, there are medical reasons to be on some of these banned substances, and that I'm completely for. Whether or not you want to argue that it can enhance his abilities in the ring, it cannot. But if you have a medical diagnosis that gives it an okay reason to be using any of these, I think you should be cleared. So this is also another thing. We don't know if Del Rio and Page may have been suspended for using something medically. Uh, okay with them. And what stinks even more is that well, it was on both pages. of them at the same time. You never, uh, you never know. You never know. But page two, with it was on her birthday that this happened yesterday. How old is she? Twenty four now, or I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But at least it wasn't on her wedding day. I mean, <laughs> at least CM Punk still has that to complain about. So who cares talking... if it was on your wedding day though? Like what? I mean, it seems like. It was what he wanted, <laughs> but all right. Well, talking about CM Punk, he actually made a comment towards uh, the remarks that Conor McGregor made that we spoke about last week on uh, WWE wrestlers and how pretty much he could take any of them on. 
And CM Punk made a comment saying that he is surprised at the amount of WWE wrestlers or pro wrestlers in general that responded to Conor McGregor, and he feels that all of them were worked. He goes, Ric Flair, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and as, I mean, we said on the podcast that we definitely thought that Conor McGregor was working them, trying or, to make money was and it promote the, himself. But was it also maybe the wrestlers working CM Punk there? Like, like maybe they responded because they had to respond. Nah. Due to something in the future happening between Conor McGregor and WWE. I mean, that's the thing, too. You never know. It is a show. It is also a show business. So you do not know. It's entertainment. And UFC was proven fake to me this past (laughs) week with that stupid, that stupid, stupid press conference. Yeah, with Conor McGregor and Nate. I think it was Nick Diaz or Nate? Nate. Nate Diaz. Who's Nick Diaz? Where they were... His brother, uh, where they were throwing water bottles back and forth, cursing up a storm, flipping each other off. And it's like, I guess this is where WWE, the writers, put some of their time into, is writing the, the script for UFC. Um, and I, I mean, hey, kudos to you. You're promoting, it gets the talk, it gets everyone to talk about the fight. Yeah, well, I heard, I heard tickets weren't sold out for that, so. Probably, yeah. Uh, CM Punk, his fight's going to be against Gal, still on for next month, so uh, September. Um, and then you wanted to talk about this documentary a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I thought it was just going to be like a straightforward one-time shot on Fox Sports uh, yeah. this past Monday at 9.30. But it seems that they're going to be airing uh, a weekly series of, of CM Punk. I don't know how many episodes it has, but... How long is each episode? An hour? Just or 30 two? minutes, no. 30 minutes, okay. Yeah. Um, it will be interesting. I mean, I haven't seen the first episode. I go back and forth. I, all right. I really do like CM Punk, but I also feel like he complained a lot on his way out of the business. Yeah, but complained about what? Well, the way that he's been treated, misused, all of that. I feel like the way that he went about it was wrong. And I'm, but I'm still a fan of CM Punk. He didn't hold anyone up for money though. No, but he also just walked out on a contract and I'm... I'm still – I'm a fantasy of punk. Kurt Angle did the same thing except he claimed retirement. Yeah, but Kurt Angle also wasn't going – And then the next Angle week he showed up. Going, he wasn't going yeah. where? He showed up in the rival I know, company. I know. I know. But he yeah. – They implemented the 90 days clause because of Kurt Angle. That's true. That's true. But even still, I, I'm, I'm 50-50 with CM Punk and my feelings about him. I'm a fan, but I'm also not a fan of what he's done. But what about you? I'm a fan of punk. Nah. Uh, WWE NXT tapings are going to be held before uh, TakeOver at Back to Brooklyn 2. That's, that's strictly rumors. Yeah, rumors. Uh, don't know if it's true or not. Just seeing it on like, PW Mania and stuff like that. Uh, and the matches are supposed to be aired on the 24th of August. And then after that, they're going to be recording their TV tapings at Full Sail University following. So... So it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be an awesome night on Saturday. This entire weekend is going to be awesome for pro wrestling. Um, it's funny. It's like I wish I could do more than like one event, but like it's it, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I learned. Yeah, I would like to, like I was when Raw tickets went on sale. I was heavily considering because I got ticket SummerSlam sold out before I could even get tickets. Uh-huh. So I was like considering. I was like, well. 
the Raw after SummerSlam last year was like a really good Raw. So Oh yeah, I forgot that uh they were doing Raw at Barclays too. Yeah, so I was like maybe I should get tickets, but I was like I, I in all honesty I can't do like back to back Brooklyn trips. But what do you mean back to back? Are you going to anything? Yeah, I'm going to NXT, you've known this. Oh yeah. I always ask you and I always forget. Yeah. That's okay. That. And we we should just mention they canceled the show. The show was supposed to be tonight for uh the Flowrider concert. The for all the I don't know if all the proceeds were going to it, but it was for Connor's cure. But that that, uh, got, I'm, that got canceled. Yeah. I'm keeping my mouth shut about that entire stuff. But um yeah. Nothing else to say about that. Yeah. But uh, moving on to some WWE 2K17, uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, they released a promo against Goldberg, uh, I guess for the game, but uh, I think WWE since removed it from the internet. I, I heard that they removed it, but then put it back up. Oh, I, don't, I wasn't sure. I, I know yeah, I saw the video. I think the they video. Re- reposted it. I saw the video not from WWE, but... Mm-hmm. From another source, but uh, yeah, so Goldberg, Goldberg, uh, he was just doing GameCon or whatever. I saw a live feed of that. That was cool. He was just playing up to the crowd, being like, "Oh, never say never," and "Oh, I have of no course. problem. I have no problem lacing up my boots again and putting on the tights." And yeah, it's just his busted hip and all. And I should be on the cover instead of that person I beat. So. In that amazing five-star match. Yeah, I still, like, that. But that's the thing, like, that's, like, I said this before, that I would, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Goldberg versus Lesnar again if they agreed to, like, work each other. So you have two people that are clear from any wellness policy yeah. competing against each other, taking up a spot from someone. Yeah, well, I, but that's the thing, like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen type of thing. Like, yeah. Like Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. It's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, Goldberg will be in the New York City vicinity in uh, this this week. He's going to be at a uh, 2K media event at TGI. No. Never mind. I don't know All why. Right. I, I don't, yeah, I was going to say TGI Fridays, but I don't know why I was going to. Yeah. We could scratch that. <laughs> it's just going to be a media event in New York City. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what Brock, uh, not Brock Lesnar, Goldberg also mentioned that, saying I'm Where did you even get the TJF Fridays? Because it says Fridays. And I got, Fridays. And, and every time I read that, every that's time funny. I read that, I thought it, I thought TGI Fridays. But, no. That's, that's very funny. I must have endless apps on my mind. <laughs> I could go, I could actually go for that. Have you ever done endless it? Endless apps? No. Yeah. Is it worth it? Let me work it. See what you think now. <laughs> never burst it. Yeah, nice. I would say so. All right. And, well, now, and now for the limited time, it's only 10 bucks. so. Interesting. All right. So let's get on to this roster. Yeah, they, they announced more. more, a lot more this week. Such as? Uh, AJ Styles, Alexa Bliss. Making her return as a Lundra Blaze, Arn Anderson, Bam Bam Bigelow, making her debut. Becky Lynch, Bo Dallas, making his return for like the longest time. Oh God! Whoa. <laughs> you got 
got the Dudley Boys. You got the Bushwhackers. Christian, Curtis, Axel, Dana Brooke. Have the Bushwhackers been in the video game before? I feel like yes, They've but I'm not too sure. Been in like older video games, and then Wrestle the WrestleMania video game, I think, and then they were in last year in the the Legend Showcase facing uh, the okay. the Natural Disasters. Okay. Which are the Naturals? No, they're not booked yet. But uh, I always like the Natural Disasters. I remember seeing them live. Yeah. Uh, back in 92. Dolph, like... yeah, Dolph Ziggler, Emma, Eva Marie, Fandango, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Lita, Macho Man, Mr. Perfect, Naomi, Natalia, Neville, Rick Rude, Rikishi, Shawn Michaels, Sting, Stardust, Summer Rae, Tamina, Fujinami, Trish Stratus, and Tyler Breeze all announced this week. Yeah, so a huge roster. I'm still not a fan that they don't do what they used to do uh, at the events. Yeah, like how they would, fun. like, I always thought that those were fun to watch and everything. Yeah. And especially because they would show them their entrance a little bit, too. Yeah. Now it's just like, nope, you gotta wait. Yeah. But we might see more, like, after SummerSlam weekend, which I guess not, actually. That's what we're gonna see. No, yeah. we're not. We're not. We're not going to see that. How many more roster reviews uh, reveals do we have? Two. So next week and then the week after, mm-hmm. and then we should have the full roster. Or there are still probably some that they're not. I'm, gonna... I'm hoping we're going to have like the full roster minus the DLC, unless they announce that like the week after that or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, right. But they have. Um, I guess surprising was Stardust to be here. That is very cool. What's the deal with the ladder matches now? Because when I watched it, I couldn't tell the difference, but you probably know more than I do. They announced that apparently there's only five spots you could set up the ladder now. Uh-huh. Which I, I, I still I have no idea. They said, like, against the, like, it, in front of each rope, and then when you go to set up the ladder, it automatically sets it up in the middle of the ring. That's weird, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'll have to play with I'll have to use it first before I make, like, a final judgment, but just based off of what they described, that sounds like the stupidest thing. Yeah, part of the fun was setting it up incorrectly and then trying to, like, get frustrated because it gives your opponents, a, like, a little bit of time to get back in the ring and knock you down. Yeah, and they, I always they thought that off, that was part of the difficulty of it. They also, fun. they showed off, like, a, a mini game pops up now when you try to get the title or the briefcase off the ladder instead of just, I like holding up and then pulling yeah. down when it tells you to. It like it goes in like a circle and you have to like try to get it into the I circle, don't like these mini games. That I, I don't mind that. Like that makes a ladder match more interesting, I guess. But not um, to me. To me it takes it away. Like I really but I've always been a non fan of the uh inclusion of those games with the submissions and stuff like that too. Yeah, well, that I really don't mind. But with the ladder match you can now finally, finally, finally set up the ladder between the oh, the ring and the the barricade, so that could be cool. The ring and the barricade, huh? I'm curious to see what you can do with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. And with you complaining about the submissions, yeah, um, they announced that they're back. They uh, they're bringing back the button mashing for those of you who like that. I, I am a fan. I will be personally switching that on because that submission system from last year's game I still have not figured out. Yeah, it's... People are like, you have to do this, you have to hold it this way. I'm like, this isn't working. I'm not, this is not, <laughs> still not doing anything. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Doesn't work. Yeah. But moving so. on to that from um, oh. from WW2K17 to some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kenny Omega defeated Naito, becoming only one of three Westerners, I guess, from America, to advance mm-hmm. in the G1 Finals. Um, before him was Carl Anderson in 2012, and then Rick Rue did it in 1992, which is that's, that's interesting. And then Omega uh-huh. actually went on to defeat Goto. Goto? Go-to. Yeah, I I feel like I always say go-to. And uh, became That's the first go-to. American to win the G1 Climax. So, Yeah. So congratulations to Kenny Omega. He's now, having one heck of a time over there. Yeah, now I believe he gets the main event, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Huh. That's pretty cool. Um, also, I don't know if you mentioned it last week, but just in case... Uh, Billy Corgan was announced as the new president of TNA. Dixie Carter is now the chairman and chief strategy officer of Impact. Just in case we did not mention, we'll just uh, toss it in right there. Also, just in case we didn't mention it last week, which I know we did, Dixie. (laughs) We're waiting. We're here. (laughs) Are you scared? (laughs) Don't be. Do you get it? Don't be. Yeah, I, I guess. I just listened to that last night. But I, uh, I, I, my friend has um, is going through play, his uh, a USB drive on in his car. Oh. Because there's no CD players, like I said. That's so weird. And then he was going in ABC order, so American Badass was on. That's funny. That's but so weird. That what? That without a CD player. Yeah. In well, a car. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. Well, it's your, oh, sir, it's I your don't fault. Like it. It's your fault. You're old. I know. And uh, which it's like it's like just crazy that just you just start getting old and things that you thought were cool as kids are just like grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I guess I should go into that maybe. Yeah. Well, because the other night I was uh, watching TV and all of a sudden I heard loud loud booms. I had no idea what that was. And I looked out my window and I saw nothing. So I went to go to the other side of my house to look out the window. And then I saw fireworks. So it was like people lighting fireworks off. But it looked like they were like right in front of my house. I didn't see anyone though. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then last night I heard a, a, another loud boom. And I went out to look in, look out my window, and and it wasn't you. You just to confirm, you were not listening to Coco Bandit's theme song on blast, correct? No, no I was oh. actually I was watching the Cruiserweight Classic last night. All right. And uh, yeah, so then I look out my window, and my garbage can is in the middle of the street. Garbage is out, lids out, lids off. I mean, and uh, my garbage can's dented. So I went back, I looked at my cameras, and I see these three people riding, two, two riding a bicycle, one's, one's running, and the kid rides up, smashes it. They, they, Did you report them to the cops? I, I didn't report them to the cops, but... Oh, all right. Uh, that's just like the dumbest thing. It's like, grow up. It's like well, HBK grew jail. up. Yeah. Well, talking about jail. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we both went different segue routes. <laughs> yeah, I, which way do you want to go? HBK growing up or jail? Uh, jail. 
Yeah, okay, so prison. Uh, last week when we finished recording the show, they uh, announced that uh, Brendan Dassey uh, is scheduled to be released from prison in 90 days unless the prosecutors schedule a new trial for him. Uh, but he, if you don't know Brendan Dassey, he was the subject uh, or one of the subjects of uh, Netflix's... Wait, one of? Yeah, him and his uncle. Wait, I thought that he was the main focus. No, no. he was he was the the lesser character, I guess you would say, not real. Oh, character. I thought that the entire show revolved around him. No, it revolved around Steve and Avery. Oh, and it just showed like the, how the town always was out to get him, basically. Uh-huh. But yeah, his nephew got nabbed in this as well. But um, it was from Netflix's Making a Murderer. And most famous to the wrestling community, I guess, for not wanting to miss WrestleMania, which that was WrestleMania 22, I believe, back in 2006 in March, which WrestleMania happened the, the month a month after he got arrested and sent to prison. But yeah. X-Pac went to Twitter and said he'll get he'll he'll get him to WrestleMania. So if that happens, who knows? I don't know if I'm sure he doesn't know what Twitter is, I'm sure. Yeah, he has a lot to learn. Yeah, he's got to learn about the WWE Network. He's got to learn about uh, NXT. Yeah, well, talking about learning learning with NXT. I was going to say that would be a great thing for him to have the WWE Network because he could literally watch from WrestleMania 22 to WrestleMania... Thirty. You, you see, you see, you missed, you messed up a really good segue. Well, you to the next segment you just to do, just to do a promotion for the network. You cut me off, which so. you can buy for nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> if you want to be like Cody Rhodes, you could use Cesaro's. Did you hear that one? Allegedly, allegedly. Well, no, not allegedly. Or he came out, out there. It. He said that WWE. One of the first things they took away from him was his rights for the. For the so WWE awful. Network. But what do you mean his credentials, I should say? Not rights, but how's that awful? He's no longer employed. I know. I know. Well, although that should just be a thing like he could, he could use his father's, his father's, like, like, shouldn't somebody related to Dusty Rhodes just always have credentials for the WWE Network? I don't know. Talking about credentials, though. <laughs> HBK is picking up some credentials working around the uh, performance center. Which is just all allegedly at this point. Triple allegedly. H, Triple H said he wasn't sure if Sean was going to take the job or not because he doesn't want to know. He, he's still undecided about uh, moving from Texas to Florida. Yeah. But HBK will be reportedly taking over for Terry Taylor's uh, finishing class while Terry Taylor's out recovering from neck surgery. So yeah, the red rooster for those that recall. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into some indie results that took place this past week. Well, also, there's, I mean, there's also some other news there. Take it. Uh, there's also rumors that Sarah Amato and Adam Pierce is going to be moving up to the main roster to become don't agents get too, and produ- producers. Yep. Yeah, don't get too excited. Too quickly with that. Why? What do you mean? No, with people thinking that they're getting called up to wrestle. I don't think anyone thought that. Uh, no, you, you never know. You can't say that for sure. You never know. And uh, as never well, say never. Yeah. Never and never. Triple H also said that the cruiserweights will not only be working Monday Night Raw, 
they're going to be on NXT and NXT live events as well. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, in the results. Yeah, August twelfth. Pro Wrestling Uprising in Bethnal Green, England. You had a bunch of matches taking place. Chris Hero picked up the victory over Marty Skrull. Ricochet Rick. picked up the victory against Pete Dune. Yeah, you had uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. picking up the victory and successfully defending his championship against Jeff Cobb. And then the match that everyone was talking about for weeks. And then just a day, Vader picked up a victory against Willow Spree. Uh, Pete Dune got involved. Ricochet came out. Uh, Ricochet and Osprey double-team Vader. The crowd was crazy during this. Yeah, and then Vader won, and I guess they were, everyone was shocked. And they, there's, there's reports, I guess, Osprey like, cut a promo basically hinting that Vader refused to lose. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Also on the 12th of August, we had Full Impact Pro Heat Stroke 2016 in Altamonte Springs, Florida. The FIP Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Hooligans picked up the victory and defeated the Dirty Blondes, retaining their titles. Yeah, you also had the FIP Florida Heritage Championship on the line. Martin Stone picked the victory over Peter, uh, Peter Casa. Feel free to take that last match. <laughs> and in the uh, main event of the evening, FIP World Heavyweight Championship, Fred, yeah, he did, picked up the victory over A.R. Fox. Yeah. Uh, moving on to August the 13th, Excellence Pro in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. Icarus you know, we could, just, we could just go on YouTube and watch some of these, like, introductions and really settle all uh, pronunciation yeah, by doing that. I mean, I know I could say Icarus defeated Buck Gunderson. Yeah, and I could say Clutch Adams, CPA, Francis Kipling, Stevens, and Vanity picked up the victory over assistant chef Blackman. Uh, Chris Seaton, Endangered Jameson, and Miranda Vignette. Uh, for the record, that's pronounced chef, I believe. I don't know what I said. I believe you said chef. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I guess that would be uh, the more appropriate uh, way to pronounce that. And, uh, I guess I will YouTube that later. Yeah, and Anthony Gangon, uh, yeah, pronounced, <laughs> <laughs> defeated Mark Quinn. Gangon. Nice. Uh, on the 13th, CZW, the boss is back in Voorhees, New Jersey. CZW Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Hit Squad picked up the victory over Scarlet and Greaves. Kurt Robinson defeated Sozio in Sozio's retirement match. Yeah, thank you, Sozio. Um, the CWFH Heritage Heavyweight Championship was on the line as Peter Avalon picked up the victory over Shane Strickland. Yeah, Flip Gordon defeated Chuck Taylor, Dan Barry, and Steve Scott. Dan Barry, of course, is going to be famous from uh, Holy Foley coming up soon on the WWE Network. Yes, get familiar with his name. Uh, CZW Wire title was on the line as Leo Rush successfully defended against John Silver. The CZW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Matt Tremont, the champion, defeated challenger Joe Gacy. 
And Alex Cologne, Tim Dunn's picked the victory over Danny Abbott and Ricky Shane Page. Yeah. Moving on to some progress wrestling. Chapter 34, Keep It Unreal in Manchester, England on the 14th of August. The pro Is it progress? Is that how they pronounce it? No, I think it's progress. So why do we always say progress? We don't, just you. No, I, there's, that's definitely incorrect. It's progress. That's definitely incorrect. It's progress. You definitely say progress, too. It's progress, dude. It's progress. Progress. I think because that's how they say it, the British accents. I. It's progress. Yeah, I'm going to continue to say progress. We, we will be, this will be added to our things to <laughs> look up to for pronunciation on YouTube. <laughs> yes, Progress uh, Atlas title round Robin Block A Dave Mastiff victory, victory over Oh, you say this You said it right last time I pronounce that? Yeah Is that an L or an I? Oh, the difficulty begins Leston Reese Let's just say that Eisen Reese Perfect I don't know Perfect And then in Block B You had Joe Coffey Defeating uh, Michael Dante yeah, I'm sure a lot of these wrestlers, if you do listen, are like furious that we're giving Joe them like we're like promoting them and helping get their names out, but we're just not pronouncing their names right. Is it Joe Kofi? Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're an indie worker, you should have a name that everyone should be able to pronounce. Yeah, Tommy N defeated Zach Gibson. Simple as that for the world title contendership. <laughs> Progress tag team championships were on the line as the London Riots defeated War Machine. Easy pronunciation right there. Little difficult here, but we now know due to the Cruiserweight Classic, Jack Gallagher defeated El Legero, which and, could not yeah. be the. I'm just going with Legero, could not be that, but. It's Xavier Jr. picked up the victory over Willow Street. <laughs> and thank you for that fan who wrote into us to uh, correct us on the pronunciation of Willow Street. Yeah. So, upcoming indie wrestling events on the 25th of August. Northeast Wrestling taking place, Rumble in Rockland, in Pomona, New York. Pomona? Cam Are you kidding me? Pomona? <laughs> You're from New York. You don't know these towns? No. Ronkonkoma? Kazagami and Mandy Leon is going to be taking on Damian Adams and Deanna Perazzo. Special ref is going to be involved this guy. You got Caleb Conley taking on Donovan Dijak, taking on Flip Gordon. Yeah, Dan Demand, big, uh, why might I want to say this as if it already took place, uh, is taking on Jerry Lawler. Vinny Marseglia will be taking on Matt Hardy. Wow, autocorrect. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Callahan is taking on TK O'Brien. Uh, Jeff Hardy will be taking on Brian Anthony. And you got a special guest referee for that match, the Raw General Manager, Mick Foley. Yeah, and you're... Uh, new tag team championships are going to be on the line. It's so over the tag team champions defending against Adrenaline Rush and the Amazing Graysons. And when you say new, of course, you mean Northeast Wrestling. That is correct. Taking uh, what? No, no, continue. I was going to move it on to also the 25th of August. New York Wrestling Connection, NYWC Hotter Than Hell, taking place in Deer Park, New York, at the NYWC Sportatorium. You're going to be seeing uh, Mike Verna taking on Bull James. Yeah, you're going to be having a lot more, such as Alvin Alvarez taking on J-Red. Deanna Perrazzo, the champion, will be taking on... No, will be teaming up with Sammy Pickles to take on da Brooke Danielle and Lane Rosario. 
Uh, Brittany Savage is going to be the special guest referee there. Yeah, Tag Team Champions is going to be on the line as the Hounds of Patriot defending against Flawless and Lawless as well. Yeah. Uh, also in, uh, going to be making an appearance is the Big O. So go check out NYWC, nywcwrestling.com. Yeah. You know, it's, what's uh, difficult now with Brooke Danielle is uh-huh. the fact that we have Dana Brooke. And that's like BD and then DB. Yeah. get reversed. It's difficult, man. Uh, well, on the 26th, Northeast, Northeast Wrestling is also going to be having Under the Stars, Stars Tour at Pittsfield, <laughs> Massachusetts. Cody Rhodes with Eden Styles is going to be taking on Michael Bennett and uh, with Maria. So go check out that event. It's like Summerfest. It's like you're... Yeah. It's bound to over. happen. All over. Also on the 27th, Change the World Wrestling. Fight Cystic Fibrosis at Parlin, New Jersey. You'll be seeing Arcadia take it on Homicide. Yeah, David Starr will be taking on Matt Tremont. Azriel will be taking on Kyle the Beast. Flawless and Lawless taking on the Rogues. Anthony Gangon will be taking on Drake Chambers, Jay Freddy, and Matt McIntosh in a fatal four-way match. And then the UPWA women's title on the line, Tara Carway taking on Angel Orsini. Yeah, this is I'm our first. This is our first time at the rodeo, folks. Yeah, <laughs> cut us some slack. Yeah. Uh, also on the twenty seventh of August, you have Northeast Wrestling Under the Stars Five in Wappingers Falls, New York. Uh, big matches taking place there. You got Jerry the King Waller taking on the Brooklyn Brawler. Jeff Hardy take it on Jushin Thunder Liger and a match a dream match perhaps uh, well I mean not to say the Jeff Hardy versus Liger is not a dream match uh, Cody Rhodes will be taking on Kurt Angle yeah so go check out new also the 27th Ring of Honor <laughs> can't just Field say Northeast of, Wrestling I, yeah Field of Honor 2016 at NYC New York MCU Park uh, Ring of, okay, why not? Are you uh, good? Ring Are of, you okay? No, Ring of Honor <laughs> World Championship is on the line in a four-quarter survival match. Adam Cole taking on Jay Lethal, Naito, and Tanahashi. Uh, yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly would be taking on Shibata. IWGP, IC title on the line as Michael Elgin takes on Donovan Dijak. The Bullet Club teaming up. Young Bucks, Takahashi, and Hangman Page will be taking on Motor City Machine Guns, Leo Rush, and ACH. You got the World TV champ, Bobby Fish, taking on Evil. And the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Kushida, will be taking on Dalton Castle. On the 28th, you have Northeast Wrestling Thunder taking place in Bethany, Connecticut. Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. Yeah, Vinny Marseglia taking on the Mac. The... Northeast Wrestling Tag Team Championships will be on the line so over. The champions will be taking on the Battle Brothers. The Northeast Wrestling Heavyweight Number 1 Contendership on the line. Brian Anthony taking on TKO Ryan. And Sammy Callahan will be taking on Cody Rhodes. Travis Gordon taking on Jushin Thunder Liger. And a non-title match between Hanson and Kamachi. Kamatachi? Come on, Eileen, you know, what can you say? How do you pronounce that? Kamaitachi. Kamaitachi? 
See, like, I don't understand. Like, there's... Kamaitachi. That's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Kamaitachi. I'm not going to... Kamaitachi. But next week, we're going to be covering Chikara, King of Trios 2016, and the PWG Battle of Los Angeles uh, 2016. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. How about it? Let's uh, take a break right now, and we'll get on to sports entertainment in a few seconds. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Dan Barry from Team Tremendous, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 289, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Let's get on to some sports entertainment and speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Nitro kicked off with a nice little segment in ring featuring Rusev and Lana. And that ended up bringing out Foley, Stephanie, Roman Reigns, yada, yada, yada. Anything to say about this? Yeah, Rusev and Lana tried to hijack Raw, said they're not going to have it until Roman Reigns came out, which uh, that's when Foley came out and Rusev demanded to speak to Stephanie. And Stephanie came out and demanded that Rusev needs to respect Mick Foley. And then uh, Rusev threatened SmackDown, basically, of like going to SmackDown instead of being on Raw. And then they made a, a non-title match for Lana's honor for the main event of Raw. Because we care. Yeah. which Because we'll, we care. And I'll definitely rant about that after, I think. so. Uh, next up, you had Sami Zayn pick up a victory over Sheamus. Uh, they brawled uh, before the match. And then during the match, the referee got shoved. And it was kind of awkward with that segment. But then Cesaro got distracted. Uh, I mean, Cesaro caused a distraction to Sheamus, leading to a Luba kit by Sami Zayn and allowing Sami Zayn to pick up the victory. I thought that was fantastic, how quickly uh, Sami Zayn hit that Huluva kick. Agreed. From that distraction. But it's, it's funny because it's like, I mean, as of now at least, um, it'll take some time for me, but it, it, sometimes it's hard to remember that the commentary table's not at ringside anymore. Mm-hmm. With how, like, because they were like, oh, and Cesaro's on commentary. I was like, when the heck did Cesaro come out even? And then they panned over and he's at the top of the ramp. Yeah. But uh, after that, we saw New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods taking on. Oh, actually, before we move on to that, uh, backstage, um, Sheamus and Cesaro were, like, yelling at each other and being held back. And Mick Foley set up a best of seven matches between the two of them. Instead of now, just, now what? I'm not. A, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. The the first match takes place at SummerSlam. I like. I'm not disappointed in this because both men deliver. But yeah, we've but already I think seen. It's overkill. Yeah, we've already seen two matches. So that's now instead of seven, it's now uh, nine. If they go to the full seven. It's overkill. I mean, yeah, we don't get me wrong. Last week we were saying that they put on great matches. They have great chemistry. But that doesn't mean you have to do something like this. Yeah, like, instead, it, it, instead... It doesn't it make this okay. Yeah, this should have just been the fatal four-way. They should have just been added to the U.S. championship match. Mm-hmm. Makes no yeah. sense, but... There's no point to just be like, oh, they have good chemistry. Let's give a best of seven series. The fans let's, love it. Let's, yeah, but let's make every show this really quick. Let's make every show a house show. Let's do that. How's, how's about that? 
We're going to get tired of this really quickly. New Day defeated the Dudley Boys, though. This was a uh, quick match. And again, yeah. again, Bubba Ray was not pleased with Devon losing. Well, Devon hit him. Well, yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's true. Devon hit him, and then he got rocked with the Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. So, once again, Devon hitting Bully Ray and them uh, losing. Which, so hopefully again, this is going to end up being. Uh, I really I hope the trigger gets pulled on Monday, so it just like comes full circle. I just want... I you know what the sun the Monday after uh, SummerSlam, I wouldn't be surprised if Bully Ray turns on Devon. I hope so, and especially in like the New York City like heat. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I agree. Uh, uh, next up, we had Nia Jax big victory over Rachel Levy, who is a tr- uh, wrestler. Who goes by the name of Drumroll, please? Drumroll, Drumroll. It's Delilah it's, Doom. Yeah. Uh, she's actually being trained by Funaki at the current time. She looked like she could have been Yerpel the Clown's daughter. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, oh, interesting. I don't know. I didn't take note of that. Uh, well, I obviously. I mean, she looked like a clown. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's offensive, maybe, but. I don't she, see that. I mean, she looked like a juggalette also. That also could be offensive. I no don't see that as her. well. You definitely could see it. There's no way around that. I think that she was a good wrestler who put over Nia Jax very well. And, and I don't understand. It. Everyone's like, oh, that spot with her sitting on the top rope getting knocked out of the ring. That spot looked dangerous. I, don't, I didn't see it that way. I thought that that was a But I guess I'm not spot. a pro wrestler. I thought that was... I thought that was a stupid spot just to put Nia Jax over and make her look strong. But like nothing like bad really came of that. Like she got pushed over and she fell onto the apron, normal, and then yeah, fell onto the I, floor. I, yeah, but it's not it's not worth spots like that. That's stupid. I to me that didn't look as bad as everyone made it out to be. I think it is a stupid spot that does not have to be done. Up next, um, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman came out to obviously speak about Randy Orton. Uh, but for me, and I'm sure you as well, the saving grace here was Heath Slater coming out, begging Brock for a match, talking trash about Brock Lesnar, saying he needs this, he needs, in order to get a raw contract, he needs to face Brock Lesnar. So, turned into a great segment, but it was just Brock annihilating Heath Slater. Yeah. Uh, next up, you ended up having uh, Cass... Taking the victory over Kevin Owens by DQ, following Y2J attacking him. Um, what do you have to say about this? I didn't really write that much about I, it. I like how uh, how Kevin Owens tried to well try to do the power bomb outside to 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 cast mm-hmm. like the to the apron, but like he obviously couldn't lift him or anything. But uh, Cass flipped him over. But I don't like like Jericho attacked Enzo Amore and. Then for whatever reason attacked Cass. Mm-hmm. I don't get. I don't. I don't understand. Like why they would take the cheap loss here. Because they're heels. But I just. I didn't. I didn't get it. And then Cass. I. I like the the aftermath though. Cass tried to fight Jericho and Kevin Owens off, and uh, KO ended up hitting a, a super kick and then into the code breaker. So it appears as this tag team has their tag team finisher. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, like, this is the stuff that, like, I've been complaining for months that I just, Jericho, I'm checked out with. But this is the stuff I don't mind seeing Jericho do. Because it's like a breath of fresh air working with three talents that are new and it's not, like, repetitive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of repetitive stuff, though, we saw the Shining Stars uh, actually defeat primetime players who randomly teamed up on Raw. Um, Darren Young accidentally knocked Titus O'Neil off the ring apron when Bob Backlund, I have no idea what the heck Bob Backlund was even doing. It had Titus O'Neil like bent over on the ring apron. Like he was like pulling Titus. I have no idea what he was doing. I just hope that this ends up being the, uh, leads to them both turning to, uh, Young turning on Bob Backlund or Bob Backlund turning. Uh, actually I take that back. I hope this leads to Bob Backlund turning on Dar- uh, Darren Young and aligning himself with Titus O'Neil. Well, I, I'm always a big fan of a heel Bob Backlund. Well, Bob Backlund uh, caused that distraction, and Titus O'Neil got in the ring, hit the clash of Titus or whatever, and then walked out of the match for leaving the Shining Stars to pick up the victory. Yep. Just wait. Bob Backlund's going to turn on Darren Young, and he's going to go align himself with Titus O'Neil because that is what he should do. And then Darren Young should just stay in the mid card, and Titus O'Neil should get that push with Bob Backlund as a heel. Next up, you have Neville pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal. Um, Jinder Mahal making a huge impact since uh, coming back, making his return to the Raw brand. Was that sarcasm? Um, yes. yes. Okay, because it didn't sound like sarcasm. It actually sounded like you believed it. No, I'm just a good actor. Uh, next up, you had I've Seth seen, Rollins. I've seen you. <laughs> yeah. Continue, if you'd like. Uh, yeah, Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon were backstage, and Mick Foley actually ended up announcing that Jon Stewart is again going to be at SummerSlam. I don't know why they would invite somebody back who caused such dismay last year. But, uh, yeah, so he'll be there. And Seth Rollins walked in and basically said he's looking for the Demon King all night. And how he basically, he wants to leave or whatever. And Stephanie's like, well, we got nothing for you. And Mick, Mick was like, why don't you, why don't you try calling him out in the ring? Which led to Seth Rollins going to the ring. Calling, and then oh, calling yeah. the Demon King out. Uh, and then a person jumped the, the barricade. Not even jumped the barricade. It looked like he just like walked. And then he like walked right through the crowd or whatever. And then walked right into the ring and pushed Seth Rollins. Rollins pushed him. Finally, security and the referee got there. I I I gotta say, Seth handled that very well. He, like, uh, he goes, he, he handled like, it just like a, as a professional should, because you see in the past a lot of pro wrestlers taking uh, the advantage of these fans that do jump the barricade and really go to town on them, laying in stiff punches, kicks, beating the like assaulting them pretty much for jumping into the ring, and they were they would assault them. And Seth Rollins did nothing of a such. He shoved the guy when he got a little bit close, but then he worked it into his promo. He worked it into his promo, and that was amazing. Yeah, he goes, so, this, is this the Demon King? Exactly. So, good. I think that Seth Rollins handled himself perfectly. It was a great, great job to, for Seth Rollins. And then it went downhill from there as... Uh... A waste of something happened. Finn Balor showed up dressed full face paint. I wanted it so much to not be Finn Balor and for that to be on games. 
I wanted to be mind games. I wanted the smoke. I wanted the smoke. I wanted the screen. I wanted the lights, and then I wanted nothing to happen. I, I wanted the I, lights to come back. I wanted nothing to happen. It was so stupid. I don't know what they were thinking with that. You wasted. I yeah, I don't know. Like, what's like? Why do I care about seeing Finn Balor now at SummerSlam? Yeah, I mean, like, I still so care I about said, seeing Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins, but why do like? Why should I? Why should I care? About seeing the Demon King, that that you was already nothing. spoiled. That that is, and awful. they and they wrestled too. They fought each other a bit. Awful, and the crowd wasn't even that behind it. Yeah, well, that was apparently. What were, were they? Corpus Christi. I don't know, but it was awful. The crowd was not res- responsive. Really, they were a little bit, but not as loud as you would want them to be. The perfect time to debut. Well, not to de- – yeah, to debut that look of – On the main Ballard, roster, On yeah. the main roster was at SummerSlam. You don't give that away on Raw – the Raw before. You could tease it. This was – like I said, this would have been perfect to tease with the smoke, with the lights, with the Titantron, everything, without the Demon King. You did not have to do that. That was stupid. That was a waste. Bad spot. Awful. Yeah. So – uh, next up, you had the club pick up the victory over Golden Truth. Goldust, I love his power slam still from ever since day one. His power slam is one of the best in the business. Uh, it's, it's funny. I mean, like you mentioned Goldust. It's like the way that some people are being booked these days, It's it feels like it's straight out of the Attitude Era. Like, yeah. like you see like Goldust and our truth like Golden Truth, I should have just said. Like they get booked here and there. Like they're, like they're not always winning. They're not always losing. Type of things, and it's not all like they're not in feuds or anything. It just like it brings me straight back to the Attitude Era with stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Um, and then post match, after they picked up the victory, post match New Day attacked the club, and even went uh, the route that the uh, the club went and tried to cause severe injury to, I believe it was Carl Anderson's big e. Anderson. Yes, with uh, Frances- Francesca. Francesca, uh, Yeah, but... Yeah, Gallows, that, uh, Gallows pulled him out just in time. Yeah. Next up, you had Charlotte pick the victory over Alicia Fox. Uh, B- before, yeah. before the match, backstage, Charlotte basically yelled at Dana Brooke, brushed her off. And a failure. Yeah, and uh, then this match happened, and afterwards, Charlotte called Sasha Banks out. Sasha Banks came out, and Dana Brooke, of course attacked her from behind and this segment ended with Sasha Banks getting her leg hurt in the figure eight and figure four yeah it was awful 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 it's funny uh, like, I, I would was trying to kick her while she was in the submission she kept on like running into the referee because the referee wasn't holding her back so she kept on like running directly into the referee and it was just stupid it was awful not a fan Moving on, unless you have something else to say. Speaking of stupid, uh, main event, Roman Reigns defeated Rusev. Um, yeah. they, they brawled before the match, which I was very happy about because I thought, like, oh, like we shouldn't be seeing this match, and they're not going to do it. They're just going to skip over it. And then we saw a 20-minute version of it. I'm not saying it was a bad match. I just did not want to be watching that. I thought it was so dumb to have this match before. You have this on the pay-per-view. I don't yeah. care that the title wasn't involved. This is the go-home show to the pay-per-view. And you're you like, have this as a tag team match, not this. Yeah, I 
or even so, if you book that Rusev versus Reigns, you have them brawl before the match. The match doesn't start. Fine, yeah. you move on. But guess what? There was no main event. They didn't have a main event after that. This was the main event. Yeah. This is what closed Monday Night Raw. Going home to, to SummerSlam. I I don't get it. This and Stupid. Balor. That was the most disappointing things. That and Balor. I don't get it. I agree. Moving on to SmackDown. It opened up with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan backstage with Randy Orton, of course, to uh, sign his contract. I don't get why they didn't do like an actual signing. Where like where was Brock? Uh, he was. He's part time, dude. He's part time. <laughs> yeah. So they have him sign the contract, and Heath Slater came in with a fruit basket to apologize for what he said last week. Uh, which is funny because <laughs> they read the, the card and it said, uh, sorry, our deepest condolences, Bob, or something. And he goes, Bob, it's supposed to say boss. I thought that was the funniest thing. And then uh, and then he took an apple, which landed perfectly. He tossed it, per- landed perfectly. Randy Orton's folded arms. I don't know how they didn't laugh at that. I I feel like Randy Orton was about to, and then he huffed on the apple and proceeded to eat it. I thought that was the funniest thing, but it was perfect. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan said that they can't keep giving him uh, chances to to join SmackDown, and then Randy Orton was like, "I have an idea," and that was then it just cut to commercial break. So it looked as if his idea was to just eat the apple, and that I mean you can't fault him. That is a good idea. It landed perfectly. So why not? It looked like a nice apple. I, I hate those apples. I don't like Red Delicious. I'm not a not a Red Delicious guy. I'm a Macintosh. I gotta be honest. I may have to switch over to Macintosh because I have some Red Delicious, and I think I've been having an allergic reaction from them. Really? So yeah, I think it could the preservatives. Just be apples in general, though. No, I think it's more preservatives that are being used on them. So but, that's still just apples because preservatives get used on apples, no? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll check out organic stuff, uh, fruit. That sucks for you. That's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd rather uh, eat that fruit that causes. Yeah, whatever. And something that doesn't stink is the American Alpha. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Miss oh, TV. Yeah, I don't care about this Miss anyways. TV kicked off SmackDown after that, officially in the in the Arena Bowl, and uh, Dean Ambrose interrupted. Dolph Ziggler came out, and I thought this was a fantastic segment. I thought this was incredible. Dolph Ziggler was so intense here, and the way that he hit that super kick, literally out of nowhere, at the end of the segment, was fantastic. Yeah, that was a cool spot. Like it was like I didn't see it coming. Ambrose certainly didn't see it coming. Well, I'm sure Ambrose knew it was coming because he's in on it. No, nah. I'm just the Mark sitting ringside, not knowing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, after that, they had, and I like the interaction. Like the crowd was yelling at Miz and. They, they loud, they were like, oh, you hear that? Miz, shut up, get out of here, like, screw you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that was cool. But yeah. uh, moving on from that to the first match of the night, a Brazilian man tag match. The American Alpha teamed up with the Hype Bros, teamed up with the Usos to take on and defeat Brizongo, teaming up with Ascension, taking, uh, teaming up with the Vaude Villains. And, of course, they had that spot in every one of these multi-man matches where everyone gets in the ring at the same time and everyone fights each other. Yep, Uh, the usual spot that you can always expect. Which I thought was fantastic at one point. I forget. I I think it was Connor. Connor got hit by something and then, like, 
out of nowhere got hit right, like Ryder came into the ring and hit the broski boot. And mm-hmm. then from there, they hit the hype Ryder. I thought yeah. that was a great spot. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was hoping for the Ascension to win this. But it's, they're not going to, their last match that they won together was in February. Really? Why, really Is that, that legit? You were hoping for Ascension to win this? I just want something new. Like, I, I it, it's like, because then it seems, like, it just seems like they're giving it to American Alpha almost. I mean, and, and then when, they're over. Do right, it. But, like, then when the time comes for, like, a tag team championship, it almost seems as if, like, oh, no, it's not going to be American Alpha. And I don't want to, like, think that. I want it to be American Alpha, so I'm fine with whatever they do. Yeah, but I'm fine. Like, um, no, no, no. But, like, you, do you – let me – because I under I would understand if WWE decided to not give American Alpha uh, not, not right before a pay-per-view. What? Not right before the pay-per-view what? I wouldn't have this, uh, American Alpha lose. They're not even booked. Unless it's on the pre-card. They're not booked. Are they on the pre-show? There's nothing booked for a pre-show right now, so I'm assuming there's going to be something added, but they're not. Yeah, booked. I wouldn't. All right, but even still, I wouldn't have them lose. But right I was now. just going because I was going to say like because they've been they've been winning, 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 winning. Then it comes time for a championship match, whatever, and then I'm like, oh, they're not going to win this. Like they've won so many matches previous, yeah. and then they don't win, and then I'm like, oh, see, I already knew that. I don't want to think that way. Uh, it's hard, yeah, it's hard not to. So I would like to see the Ascension get a win in there, here and there. Uh, maybe not against American Alpha. Yeah, well. But up next, uh, Naomi versus Eva Marie didn't happen because Eva Marie was stuck in traffic. Which Poor I thought Eva was Marie missing her, what, her match again? again. Say that again. Or even Marie missing her match again. Yeah, I thought it was funny because later on on Twitter she said like, "Oh, it, it was the the weather or something." Yeah. It's like I've been to Austin, Texas, and well, I mean this it's not the winter anymore. But when the winter happened, that place shut down. They went into panic mode. They were like, "It's a snow day and everything," and like us coming from actual snow, there was nothing on the. There was no ice. There was no snow. It was sunny. Mm-hmm. But that was their snow day. Everyone was freaking out because it was like, I don't know, 60 degrees or something. But, but that, that match didn't happen. Uh, Naomi, Naomi has, came out to like this like... She uh, has a new entrance. Her awesome hip-hop theme is now an EDM-style entrance filled with black lights and her outfit and her hair glows. She was dancing like a raver. I hate that. I don't like EDM music, so it's, like, hard for me to get behind something like that. And, like, just the rave lights and everything. I don't... To me, I just associate that scene with drugs. No. I don't don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Mm -hmm. But what I did like, up next, they aired a video coming soon to SmackDown... The Prince of Queens himself, Kurt Hawkins, returning to WWE, which I couldn't be happier for him. I couldn't be happier oh, yeah, for. I, I think a lot of people are happy for him. Wanted him to. I, I personally wanted him to go to New Japan to join up with Killer Elite Squad, but they haven't been really doing much anymore. So I'm very happy with this. Yeah. Uh, 
gimmick wise though uh, <laughs> like it's clear i mean it's the chuck norris facts basically i mean I, I, don't, I don't get like how they like that's not to me that's not a that's not a gimmick that's not a character like that's not i just don't it's get, not like, original to, that's nothing like you can't even roll with that in your match to do anything with no it's not original i think that it's a dumb gimmick I think that it's a, obviously it's a ripoff. It's not original. It's I'm not a fan of it. I hope that I know that he'll be able to make it work, but I was hoping for something a little bit more like, better. Why couldn't he just be the Prince of Queens? I uh, yeah, stupid. But I'm looking. I mean, not that we've seen Jinder Mahal do anything so far. Hopefully, yeah, I, hopefully oh. Hawkins will, and we'll see the upside down frown again in WWE. Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, Heath Slater had a match and actually defeated Randy Orton via disqualification. Um, It's funny because I tweeted out before this match started. I was like, I really hope Heath Slater wins this via disqualification. And he did. And he did, yeah. Uh, Because Randy Orton wouldn't let up when he was punching Heath Slater in the corner. Yeah, and then he... He suplexed him as kind of like did his Brock Lesnar impression. Yeah, he took. I mean, you could. He took Heath Slater. Please don't suplex. say. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I, I don't want to say it, but as per WWE, Randy Orton took him to Suplex City. And then he got him on track to Viperville. I guess yeah, that's what, and yeah, and RKO. An RKO yeah. Jeez, so what a road trip. Yeah, nice little road trip. Talking about a road trip, but, uh, Ambrose. No, wait, wait. Before that. Oh, the Slater contract. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he Slater was backstage getting checked out by the doctor, and uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan walked in to to have him sign his contract, and uh, he Slater ended up calling uh, Daniel Bryan Mick Foley, and he called Shane McMahon Stephanie, so they walked out with having him sign it, which it's like I dislike that. I, like they I just, like it. Well, no, I dislike because, like, storyline-wise, that yeah, like that's what's your word if you don't, you know what I mean? Like Shane McMahon's like, oh, if you have this, I will, you will get signed, and he won the match, and then they just like walked out with having it without having him sign it. But I like, I also like it because I look forward to these two Slater moments on Raw and SmackDown every week. So yeah, I'm like, happy that. that- in that case, I really I don't mind him not being signed to SmackDown just yet. So, yeah, I'm happy that he's on both. Yeah. When when did that other thing happen with the microphone? The microphone? Yeah. Where? Uh, that was backstage fallout for SmackDown or Raw? Uh, for Raw. After Lesnar, I thought that he hit was the mic. Brilliant too. He moved it away with his chin, like a, it was yeah. almost like a Simba or something moving his. Simba. Yeah, like the a lion, like they would move like. They would move their head to do something. I don't know. I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. It was definitely good. Uh, next up, you had Ambrose victory over Rowan uh, with Bray Wyatt on the sidelines. Uh, after the match, Bray Wyatt left Eric Rowan. So he, I'm he guessing... First, he first turned his chair around and then had the mask in his hand and just left it. Yeah. So it's like, so, how many times have we seen the Wyatts get back together and break up and get back together and break up? Yeah. I, I think that's stupid. This is something out of previous SmackDown's history. 
Yeah. That's stupid. I don't. That's nothing. Yeah. Up next, you saw the tag team match of Becky Lynch and Carmella take on and defeat Natalia and Alexa Bliss. Um, it was it was a good match. Eva Marie came out though. What else? I, nothing. Eva Marie came out. Of course, you know I I love that spot, but not really much else to say about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next think, up, you had Corbin pick up, uh, well, beat up Kalisto backstage. Which this is really to say about that either. This is straight out of SmackDown history. This is getting a little to be uh, a little too much like Heidenreich and Michael Cole here. Yeah, this is getting weird now. I don't know, like how Kalisto, like you, you don't see this coming yet. Yeah, and and security's not doing anything about it. Like Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan getting somebody. Jumped on their roster every single week. This is not, they're not doing anything about that. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah. in our main event of the evening, John Cena defeated, uh, maybe for the last time, Alberto Del Rio. Um, this was another match I did not want to see, but uh, I don't know. A, a lot of people said they weren't bored by it. I was personally bored by this match. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't buy it. Like I, I and I really I don't think I've ever said this about John Cena before, but it just felt like both of them in this match were phoning it in. Yeah, I just it, it just looked like they were just like going through the motions of the match. Um, I I agree. I was not a fan of it. Like it was actually really boring. This week in professional wrestling, leading up to SmackDown, was more up, boring. SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, SummerSlam was more boring than it was entertaining. Yeah. And that's just how it is. But I do like AJ Styles afterwards hitting Cena with the phenomenal forearm. Um, he's like, dude, your time is up. And he went to go hit the Styles clash, but John Cena hit him with an attitude adjustment. And then John Cena went outside of the ring, ripped apart the announce table, moved the steel steps, took AJ Styles over to it, and uh, hit an attitude adjustment off the steel steps onto the commentary table, which... That, again, leads me to bring up the point. How is this not a stipulation match? How did how did nothing get put towards that? Yeah. Like, like that's like you're just going to have a normal match. Here's, here's AJ Styles now going through a table. Nothing. Not that I wanted to see a table match. I was fine with a submission match. WWE, this is not fine with anything. Don't Moving on from SmackDown to uh, NXT... Yeah, we're getting more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, hey, Daniel and Tommy picked up the victory over Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Um, and someone from the Cruiserweight Classic. Classic. Yeah. Uh, and then after that match backstage, William Regal uh, was talking to Billy Kay, and she was like, how do I not have a match for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2? And William Regal goes, you know what? You can face Ember Moon. So that's who we were talking about last week. I'm incredibly happy with that. Although, it's obviously probably just going to be like a 1-2, like, oh, top rope stunner, that's it, 1-2-3 type of match. Um, yeah. But making their debuts up next, we had a uh, six-woman tag match. Carmella, who I don't like that she's still on NXT, probably the last time, though, uh, teamed up with Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. And Nikki Glencross making her debut to defeat Alexa Bliss. She's in the same boat as Carmella. 
And the debuting Daria and Mandy Rose from Tough Enough. Yeah, I thought it was an entertaining match. Which it, I thought Daria uh, did a very good job. I think I was impressed with like Nikki too. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, Mandy Rose. It's pretty crazy that literally Daria and Mandy last year they got was tough enough. Last year was tough enough. So it's like not even a year since they've been signed, I believe. So and they're already doing better than uh, Cameron. So good job. Uh, oh, also, who had a Cameron spot this week? I hope no one. Ooh. Oh, I don't remember. No, someone had, like, they went, like, a pin, and, like, the commentary was like, oh, and he's going for the pinfall, and it's like he's on his stomach. I don't I know. Who. I don't know. I wish I remembered that. But uh, I feel like in my head it's something either Otunga said or something Ronaldo said. But, uh, yeah, so it's impressive. I like uh, Corey Graves here on commentary saying, basically comparing... Eva Marie to Mandy, but not comparing them each other, comparing his love for both of them together. Mm -hmm. I thought that's funny. Word. Uh, next up, you had a backstage interview with Samoa Joe, the champ, and Nakamura. Uh, the security had to hold off uh, Samoa Joe from attacking Nakamura, and it was entertaining. Nakamura was definitely not uh, – all into it as Samoa Joe. He was mocking and smiling a lot. Samoa Joe is pretty much saying that this matchup of theirs is more about him teaching him class and and um, uh, to be serious, take this serious. I like it. Nakamura goes, you need to learn to respect. And he goes, I need to learn respect? You need to learn respect. And like Nakamura just takes it as a joke, which is like, it's kind of like, we, we've seen this side of Nakamura, but not completely since it's like, this is like all new territory in WWE yeah. for him. But I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that match at TakeOver. And I'm I'm gonna be so disappointed when Samoa Joe wins. So hopefully Samoa Joe does not win. Nah. Uh, but that was that was NXT. Such a quick it was just a bunch of filler stuff for, for TakeOver. Uh, moving on to the Cruiserweight Classic this week. Three matches. Now this is the entertainment for the week. Yeah, you had Tozawa taking on and defeating Jack Gallagher. Um, this match was a lot of fun, uh, thanks to the both of them. Uh, there was that one spot with the British figure four that I thought was awesome, where Gallagher was uh, kind of mocking Tozawa while he had him in that figure four. And every time Tozawa would go to grab at him, Gallagher would just kind of move in the opposite direction away from him. And it's funny, the, the spot where Gallagher rolled uh, Tozawa into the ball. Oh, yeah, and then he went for the, the you, kick. You retweeted that spot. Yeah. And I went. I was watching that on, on my TV, and I was going through Twitter, and just as I clicked on that, it happened on my TV. I was like, oh, look at that. It's pretty funny. That's cool. But, yeah, it was. I think like it'll be a shame if Gallagher's not signed by WWE. I would love to see him get signed. He had, I like he has a comedy aspect, but... His comedy is also so technically sound, and it's. I think a lot. He would be a great spot for NXT. Yes, like somebody like with this mustache works. Uh, yeah, like this proves like this version of it can work uh, as opposed to Simon Gotch, who's just like an entrance, just there. Yeah. But uh, up next, Noam Dar defeated Ho Ho Loon. Uh, this, I thought, was a much better match than Noam Dar's first showing in the Cruiserweight Classic. 
Um, I like, it's like, it's crazy, because like, Ho-Ho Loon, like, we don't know him or anything, but like, this guy put wrestling in China. That's insane to me. Yeah, and, I don't know, you see, Ho-Ho Loon, I have to see more of. It's, it's Loon. Yeah, I have to say, see more of, as I just said. Yeah, but, oh, also with Tozawa, I did not like the ending of that match. I have to say that. really like the ending. I don't match. like the ending because it's like, I, I liked the, the teasing of the, the the German suplex and everything. Yeah. But the way that the German suplex goes so slow to the ground with no impact, how do you expect me to believe that guy's out from that? Well, like you do a stalling German wasn't... suplex and he just like literally gets placed on the mat. I thought it was fine. I didn't like it. I, it. I like the, the like teasing of the reversals and everything of that, but n- not the actual ending. I don't know. Uh, something that I love this week, Brian Kendrick picked up the victory over Tony Nese in what was one of the, definitely the best match of the week. Probably uh, one of the top matches for the month. It'll be such a shame if Tony Nese is not signed. I mean, right, I agree. Like, right off the bat, Tony Nese rocks Brian Kendrick with that knee. And it was back and forth the entire time. One thing, then, one thing yeah. I have to just question here. I'm pretty sure on commentary, Mauro Ranallo said that Daniel Bryan got to face Tony Nese, Tony yes, Nese before. he did. I, and when did that yeah. ever happen? Um, I think we were actually there for that. It was. No, I think that was the tag know, match, which he was teaming with Daniel Bryan. It was. Uh, it, no. was da- it was Brian Danielson and Tony Nese versus. Popping on and Alex Reynolds, and I I'm googled. Not... I googled it to see, like, because that'd be a phenomenal match. I couldn't find anything on that, so I wasn't. Well, sure. maybe that's what that's probably what he meant. But even still, it was a great match. It was all the reversals were on point. Everything was great. Kickouts. False the finish of the match with the bully choke. How that was phenomenal. The way Tony Nese was kept reversing that. Yeah, how he kept on reversing the bully choke. And then at the end, the 450, and then Kendrick saw the opportunity. I like how Brian Kendrick's doing this heel gimmick where he's just he's looking for every opportunity to do something cheap just to get a victory. Like how he Even, stuck Tony D's arm in the turnbuckle. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Which, like, you can't ever see that before. These are, like, some goofy turnbuckle pads. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've never seen tur- turnbuckle pads like this before in WWE. But, uh... I, I even like after the match where like Nice is like writhing in pain and everything goes get gets out of the ring and and Kendrick just sticks out his hand to like shake his hand and he just like brushes it off like oh well like I don't care and yeah. like goes into taunting and everything. My one question to you about this is what was the spot? Was it when that that oh, made you text buckle. me? What when the he got term, dragged off the, the turnbuckle? Excuse me. When when Kendrick dragged. Tony no, the power bomb. Oh, what was that? I, I was gonna say yeah. either that spot or the one where where Nice got jerked off the the top rope. So I no, no, positive. the term, the power bomb turnbuckle that where Nice power bomb uh, Kendrick right into the yeah. turnbuckle. I thought that spot was um like I was watching and it made me jump up from the seat. I was just like, oh my god. Which I, I um, said I said this last week. If you're not watching the Cruiserweight Classic, you need to be watching this. Yeah, and it's just everyone, like everyone get on this. It's like the craziest thing because 
I'm literally, I'm watching my television. I'm watching a WWE match, and I'm watching Tony Nese. It's just like the, that's really one of the coolest things. Yeah. And you get to see all these people that are like indie guys, and now they here, here they are wrestling on WWE programming. So, yeah, and that, like that also leads me to question, like once they do debut in like the Cruiserweight division and stuff, are they using these names? I guess we're just going to find out with time. Like, appar- apparently WWE copyrighted uh, or trademarked Grand Metallic to mm-hmm. use, so I'm assuming that's going to lead to him getting signed. Yeah, but, we'll find out soon. Yeah, but moving on from the Cruiserweight Classic to the meat and potatoes, we got SummerSlam this weekend, this Sunday taking place at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah, right now, no pre-show announced. Uh, so let's go from the bottom to the top. Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi take on Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. I am going to already say that Eva Marie will not show. So I think someone else is going to be thrown into the Natalia-Alexa Bliss match to replace ooh. her. Ooh. That's that's the SmackDown roster right there. I don't know. I don't think that she's going to show, though. I don't know. So maybe it will be a handicap match. I I don't know. It'll be be interesting to see how they work her, like, entrance into it. Mm. But I I can't see her appearing. Who are you going to pick, then? I'm going to go with Carmella, Becky, and Naomi. I'm going to say... You know what? I'm. Mm, so that's a tough one. You got Carmella from Staten Island. It's right next door. I'm gonna say Natalia, Eva Marie, and Alexa Bliss. Do you think Eva Marie judgment. is gonna show? I I think she has to. She can't do a traffic thing again. But do you think she'll actually make her entrance on time? I don't know. I I think I think she'll make the entrance and everything. I just think something will happen with her during the match or something. Uh, not not a wardrobe malfunction, not a hurt joint or ankle or whatever. I don't know. I question whether or not she will be making her appearance on time. Maybe something during the match. Maybe she'll come out during the match, but I don't think she'll make the appearance. Uh, next up, Cesaro taking on Sheamus. I'm going with Sheamus. Yeah, there's no reason for Cesaro to win this in the first of seven matches. So you're going to go, go I'm going to go with Sheamus. Sheamus. Okay. Up next for the Intercontinental Championship, we got Apollo Crews taking on The Miz. Going to be difficult to go with anyone but The Miz. Yeah, I'm going with The Miz uh, retaining the IC title. Enzo and Big Cass taking on Jericho. I'm going Which, to go by the with... Way, by the way, WWE is calling them Jericho. Yeah, I like it like that. I'm gonna go with Enzo and Cass. Is that is that is that Mark Anthony? Or is that J Lo? What song is that? I, I like know. it like that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so you're going with Enzo and Big Cass? Yep. I am going to go. I'm gonna say Enzo and Big Cass too. Why not? I hope. Wow, copy me much, huh? What do you mean? I've been different. The I've said the other two matches were different. You copied no, me with you, you the just, Miz. You just said one. One match is different. No, two. Oh, I did say Sheamus. Yeah. 
Uh, New Day champions take on Gallows and Anderson. I'm going with New Day, so you can come yeah. copy me. So I appreciate you interrupting me in my pick of New Day. Yeah, well, because otherwise I would have been <laughs> called a copy. Uh, next up, Sasha Banks defending against Charlotte. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. Yeah, for the women's championship, Dana Brooke is banned from ringside. I'm going to say Charlotte via disqualification. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm going to say Sasha Banks. Via... No. Hmm. What do I want to say here? I don't know. You tell me. I'm picking Sasha Banks to retain her title. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to say Sasha Banks definitely retains. Who wins, All right, though? so call it with that. Yeah, whatever. Just I'm going to say retains. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Yeah. She wins. Uh, uh, for the United States Championship, you got the champion, Rusev, taking on Roman Reigns. This is not just for Lana's honors this time. This is going to be for the championship. I am going to say Rusev. I am going to agree with you. I think Rusev is going to pick up that victory. Yeah, Rusev uh, is definitely going to win this. Cena versus AJ Styles. I'm going to go with Styles. In just a regular match. I'm also going to say AJ Styles. With the way SmackDown ended, him going through a commentary table. Come yeah. It'll be, it'll be a damn shame if AJ Styles loses this. Mm-hmm. Which Ambrose. Even, I was going to oh. say, even if he does lose this, like, big whoop. But still, I think, I think this yeah. is a good victory for him. Yeah. Ambrose, defending his WWE Championship against Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to go with Ziggler. I'm going to hold back a tear and say hopefully Dolph Ziggler. And what are you actually going to be picking? I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. Okay. I'm going with Diggy Ziggy. All right. Uh, For the WWE Universal Championship, no, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Universal Championship, but we're going to go with the Demon King, Finn Balor, versus the rightful throne, heir to the throne, Seth Rollins. I am fingers across here, hoping that my scenario from last week's show pans out with Bubba Ray Dudley and Finn Balor. I'm going with Finn Balor for the very first ever WWE Universal Champion. I am agreeing. I'm going to go with Finn Balor as well. And now for the match everyone's interested to see. Nope. Slumber Lesnar. Yeah, taking on Randy Orton. I... I'm going to go with Randy Orton. This is a tough one to call. Nope. I'm going with Randy Orton. Why, why Randy Orton, though? Uh, because I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to say... Plus, I feel like Randy Orton is going to be around a little bit more than Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll say. I'll just. I don't know. I'm gonna say Orton. <laughs> I'll say Randy. Oh, you're gonna. You're gonna agree with me? I mean, not that I'm actually agreeing with you. I'm just gonna say. Randy All right. So then, I think we only have one match difference. It's just one match. Yeah, it comes down to that Divas match. That's well, it. Let's let's talk about the pre-show matches that might happen. All right, pre-show. Let's list some pre-show. American Alpha versus I don't know. Hype Bros and American Alpha. Are they gonna? Is that gonna be a match again? You think? If American Alpha is in a match, I'm saying American Alpha wins. Well, there goes that one. <laughs> what That's about you? The, I would have said the one with American Alpha, uh, with the kick right. they've been on. Um, let's see. I. Uh, 
What does, else can we have? Does Chris Jericho turn on Kevin Owens? No. What? We're going to still pick the same thing? <laughs> well. What does Jon Stewart do at SummerSlam this year? Does he again cost John Cena the match? Can no. you imagine? He, or does he cost Seth Rollins the match? Ooh. Yeah, but... Because then that could be the talk of the town. It could get more talk about the WWE Universal. Yeah, that's true. Last year, though, he helped John Cena lose. I mean, in he helped Seth Rollins. In that we all like to forget. What? In an awful manner that we all like to forget. Well, with the entire, who am I going to hit? Who am I going to hit with the chair? Spot I thought, that I thought you were saying the match was awful. I was like, ah, that was a pretty good match. So which match is Jon Stewart going to interfere in if he interferes in match? Yeah. So that would be cool to see him interrupt and, and turn face again, say, I guess. It's, all right, so is he going to interrupt Cena versus AJ or Balor versus Rollins? Well, you're going to obviously say... Cena, AJ. Are you? Yeah. What happened to your Rollins thing? Well, he did help out uh, Rollins in the past, plus AJ hasn't picked up a clean victory. So... Well, I mean, I was the first to bring up John Cena and AJ Styles. <laughs> Why are you so, going to go with Cena well, AJ? This is just absolutely absurd. I'm not going to vote on anything. <laughs> uh, what else can we vote on? There's nothing. Um, There's nothing else. We can, we can vote on NXT. That's it. Um, Billy Kay or Ember Moon? I'm going with Ember Moon. I'm going Ember Moon. <laughs> Nakamura so show. We already did those. I'm going Nakamura. We already did those. Straight yeah. across the board, we have the same. Yeah. But uh, those were SummerSlam predictions. Will Dana Brooke make an appearance? I think that's yes. a yes. That's an obvious yes. Um, You're just shaking a magic eight ball at this point. Let's see. Let's see. The next question. Just Will Big E make an appearance? Uh, who knows? Try again later. <laughs> but those were our predictions for SummerSlam. Uh, moving on to some... Oh, well, I guess we'll obviously cover everything next week. I'm looking forward to NXT TakeOver. Said that already. But uh, I am. I'm really pumped. Last year was just, like, such a special thing that I... Like, as as weird as that sounds, it's like I still get goosebumps watching that. So, yeah, it's cool. And I wish it was on DVD. Yeah. Damn you, WWE. Moving on, I wish they treated those, like, the NXT events like a pay-per-view and actually released them. Don't we all? Uh, moving on, though, to some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Montreal Broski at MTL Broski. Also, go check out First Thing in the Morning. He has amazing episodes on YouTube. He just surpassed, well, he didn't surpass, but he hit his 50 video mark uh, for First Thing in the Morning. Uh, horror game, go check that out. He also has been tossing up their SmackDown reviews, Raw reviews, relationship advice, everything that you want from your YouTube channel that you've subscribed to so go subscribe to first thing in the morning for montreal broski love him also um don't close fist presents field of honor taking place on the 26th of august uh 9 30 p.m for ten dollars it's going to be taking place at the pit p 
People's Improv Theater. Uh, you're going to be seeing a special guest, Dalton Castle. This is all an improv show featuring Josh Lastman, Sal Joseph, Megan O'Malley, and so many more. So go check that out. It's usually a wrestling base. You can call for uh, more information, 212-563-7488, or visit uh, thepit-nyc.com. Also, make sure you go follow and check out John Foss, that Mr. John Foss. Thank you very much for promoting us. And I think that's it. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? I think that's it. I'm definitely forgetting something. And I am forgetting something. There is – that is what I'm forgetting. Nope, I'm not forgetting anything. Brandon, shout-outs. Listen to Brandon's shout-outs because when there are (laughs) shout-outs – there's honey. <laughs> well, we were going to do my shout-outs, but breaking news is that Eva Marie is suspended effective immediately for 30 days due to the wellness policy. What the hell is going on in WWE? What are they doing in catering? I, you know what? I am going to keep my fingers crossed that this is all just gimmick. Because if it is... I mean, we were literally just talking about ways to get Eve Marie out of the SummerSlam match. And I guess I'm correct. I guess she will not be <laughs> in SummerSlam now. So, pat on the back for my prediction. It's um, like, now, who do they even... Like, there's... Is there... There's not even another person to bring in there. I. You know what? I... If this is gimmick, I think that this is this is genius. This is a way to get her off TV again, and um, it's just unbelievable. She's gonna have so much even she's gonna have nuclear heat for over this, and it delays that SmackDown debut. It is amazing if this is uh, of course storyline. If not, it's very unfortunate and. Uh, yeah. Ironically, I guess I'll go into my first shout-out. Um, what do you think? Do you think that this is a gimmick? I honestly, I, I what wrestling, you, honestly, I really have no idea. You don't, you, I, I can't know. It's difficult. I mean, you, you never know what Especially with the, like, uh, with Paige and Del Rio getting suspended. Um, I could definitely see WWE, WWE being like, oh, well. People, of course, they'll buy it because these two are just, like, really suspended. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you release this? Obviously, I'm guessing you got all of your test results on the same day. Why wouldn't you release this yesterday? Yeah, like, well, all of a sudden, even Marie's came back the next day. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so ironically, my first shout-out's actually going to that women's wrestling WWE 24-7 documentary that aired on the network. Um I wish it was longer, but it was still a good documentary, and I was really happy to see the women portrayed that the way they were portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just super weird with Ian Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, second shout out goes to Connor from the Ascension. Uh, I was scrolling through my pictures this past week from, uh, like you know, Facebook does those this day in history. Uh-huh. So this day in history took us to August uh, 13th, 2007, 
uh, a Monday Night Raw and Saturday Night's main event super show that you and I went to, which was mm-hmm. originally supposed to be ECW. But they yeah. took that out. But uh, anyway, so I was scrolling through the pictures of it, and I remember seeing D'Lo Brown in a random uh, dark match. Yeah, we marked out for it. Yeah, and then uh, years later, come to find out, it was actually Connor who was his opponent. So my mind was absolutely, I was, my mind was blown when I when I found that out. I think we knew Connor from then, though. What do you mean? I feel like when we when we saw that match, we knew Connor. No, we there's no we way. I think that we we recognized him. How in the heck would we have known him? I don't from know. What? From 2007. Yeah. He didn't first become a thing till till 2013, 12, mm. 2012. I don't know, but and then of course, um, well, not of course, but my last shout out goes to Black Sabbath. I was able to see them last night at Jones Beach, and it was uh, it was pretty cool to see them. It was cool. How may I ask you how was how? the concert? It was good. It was good. Ozzy's voice, I mean, still sounds somewhat similar to that of Ozzy. Ozzy? Yeah. So. I give him props, doing his thing still, rocking out. Um, it seemed like he was, like, using the microphone to help him stand up the whole time. But he was able, like, I he mean, got down on his knees to bow yeah. to the crowd and got back yeah, up. The, no the problem. guy's a rock star. He yeah. is a rock star. He's up there with the rock stars like Keith Richard, Mick Jagger. Like, Ozzy is a legendary rock star, and that's what he does. Yeah, so it was a cool concert. They were selling autographed CDs for Black Sabbath for 100 bucks. Not willing to drop 100 on that. Yeah. If, if it was like 40 bucks, I could, I would do it. I, yeah. bought, I bought a $40 poster instead. Okay, I actually saw those, the lithographs. Was that the poster or no? I don't know if they were specifically lithographs, but... I, I saw the stand. I, if it's the poster I saw, it looked really cool. It's. I mean, it is a nice uh, poster. It's like, yeah. yeah I, I, it's not, I don't think it's like $40 worth of nice, but... No. Because, you I mean, I frame, paid... You, you, you have all eventually, these posters, yeah, eventually, frame eventually they'll get framed. I don't, like, have yeah. any places to actually put frames, so... Yeah, you do. No, Fra- I do Hang not. them on your wall. I don't hang on my wall. Yeah, you I should. Don't, I don't like putting stuff on my wall. Uh, you should. No, my wall is plain blue. That's the way I like Bro, it. Well, don't you have a photo on your wall... Of, uh, there, there is one photo hanging with up with you guys in the south, uh, in cowboy outfits. No, what? In uh, in like uh, like the right? old west theme. Yeah, the old we- yeah, the old west theme. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you're Are talking you about know? when we were like gangsters, not old west. No, 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 no. It was me. It wasn't involved. Maybe that. No, no. Like when I, me and my two. What's brothers, on your wall? On my wall, it's not actually my wall. It's actually my closet, closet door. It's a picture of my friend that my brother made into a Topps basketball card. I just—it's okay. just been there for years. I never took it down. It's just a funny picture. I'm gonna take it down next time I'm over. That'd see be your rude. reaction. I'll just go to your house and throw stuff all over your room. I'll be like that. At least when I go to your room, I clean. I'll be like that that baboon from the from the zoo in that clip. 
That's so terrible. Yuck. Little girl had poop thrown at her yeah. from a baboon. It was well, that's gross. What, that's what you get for you provoking an animal like that. She did provoke. She did provoke. They even but threw it stuff was, at ugh. her. Ugh. I don't know how I would react if I, if I was in that situation, man. I don't know. But that was our show this week. Our go-home show to SummerSlam live at Barclays Center. Um, NXT, Barclays Center. Uh, SummerSlam, Barclays Center, Monday Night Raw, Barclays Center, and uh, that's that's cool. But moving yeah. on from that to our moment of the week. That is right, our marked out moment of the week. <laughs> Totally different tone of voice. Okay. <laughs> Take it away, Dave. Sure. Um, <laughs> I marked out this week for a Joey Which, I was going to say, sorry to cut you off yes. there. I forgot to mention it. Somebody with the nickname of Dave the Rave, how do you not lean towards Naomi's entrance and just absolutely love it? Uh, you know what? It's gimmick, bro. Gimmick. Yeah. Sometimes you, you live the gimmick and sometimes you just... Don't care. Like, I applaud the <laughs> efforts of originality and everything, but I can't get behind. Like, it's I'm cool. Not, like dark, I'm not bashing the, it. The, like, I the do. glow in the dark and everything was is cool and everything, but I just, I can't get behind EDM. Can't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to bash it, I, but I'm not going to, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big supporter of it, but I don't mind it. Yeah. No. But mark out more of the week for me, Joey Janela, the bad boy himself, re- uh, released this video. It looks like it's straight off uh, VHS. It is a hype video for his return September 10th, 2016 versus Leo Rush at CZW. Um, the video is done. The edit is done amazingly. The editing, the music, the music composition sounds like it's straight from an 80s horror flick, which I think the music is actually from the movie It Follows. Well, no spoilers, which, dude. Uh, which is actually an amazing... Uh, what I thought was a lot of uh, an amazing recent horror flick, which really took a lot out of the 80s um, for creativity-wise. Um, but Joey Janela is making his return. The hype video was unbelievable. Um, what about you? Anything yeah, it was, that it was you a fantastic out? promo. It was. It really was. Oh, and then just to add to it, um, USA Olympic Wrestling start started. Uh, on the 14th of this week, and that I've been marking out for completely, um, supporting all of the Olympic athletes, but specifically wrestling. And today, I mean, right now, the medal rounds are taking place, so I'm not too sure. Uh, the women free, uh, women freestyle is taking place right now. Uh, right now, we have one woman going for the bronze, uh, Pirojet Kova. Uh, going for bronze right now, and then uh, Marulis is going for co- uh, for gold, but we don't have those uh, results in at the current time as the matches have not taken place yet. Yeah, so uh, but, take yeah. us take us home. Uh, do you have anything to say? Any mark out more of the week for you? Not uh, not particularly. All right. Well, definitely support our U.S. Olympic athletes, specifically wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, 
after being taken out of the Olympics, being one of the original sports, go support wrestling. Make sure that you let it known that you want it to remain where it is. It could use more coverage by NBC, but hopefully that will uh, happen at some point. But thank you very much for listening to Marking Out Episode Whatever Pro Wrestling Talk by 289. Pro- Don't disrespect 289. the episode numbers. Uh, pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Yeah, I closed my book, so I didn't have the number <laughs> in front of me. Um, go buy our T-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out, Facebook.com slash out. Also, Twitter, at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, go watch us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Go listen to all of our past episodes, all of our current episodes, not our future episodes, unless you have that ability. Uh, iTunes, <laughs> Google, Stitcher, Radio, Google Play, all of that fun stuff. And we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful, fantastic SummerSlam week. Bye.